This is a We Are On We production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the On We Talk podcast. I'm joined by Hayden Clark. How are we, Hayden? Have you having a good time today? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, well, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm drinking out of my world's best CEO cup, which you gave me for Christmas, didn't you, Hayden? Um, I think it was your birthday. Was my birthday? It was you something prank. like that. It was, yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. Everything just blurs into each other. That's the single gift I'm most proud of. What, my world's best CEO mug? Yeah, I thought... Oh, I crashed into the mic again. <laughs> I felt like it was the most appropriate gift because it was just a, an inside joke for so long. It and is you were really proud of it. You really, you know, loved saying it at every opportunity. So I because, thought I'd get a mug made for you. Well, it's true. I am the world's best CEO. Yeah, well... Well, okay. Well, anyway, let's to this like obviously like when we had the last one on one on one episode, we talked about you know the past of Onwe, how we came to where we are, some of the present things, and what's to come in the future. And today, I want to talk about I want to talk about sort of Onwe TV as in the channel itself. Like obviously, we I want to expand to like a drama sort of a different like a drama sort of channel with different series and like a gaming channel. Like yeah, I see yeah. myself so you, as sort of like a network of channels. Yeah, you essentially want to have that that sole like body channel with all these satellite channels. Pretty much. Like Omni TV will always be the main channel. The yeah. podcast will go on that main channel. But you know, like for example, a movie based podcast we could talk we could have or a bad movies based podcast could be on Omni TV too, for example. Yeah. Anyway, I wanna talk so first I wanna talk about Omni TV and it's so it's a comedy based channel, obviously, with Marty's in that show. That's, yeah, so that's this what is I'm the main, the main channel. It is, it is the main channel, and the McMahon's like, Internet Show is the first thing. That's the first thing that's coming out, and it's, it's a mockumentary. Obviously, it's if I don't know if this episode is going to be out by the time it's released, but it's the it's one of the main series. It's the main series. It's a comedy series, and I wanted to branch off that. Obviously, last time we talked about animated series, and I really wanted to get into more because animated, as we talked about last time. Animation was my first, my first love. It's my first love, Aiden, and Real Friends, as we talked about, and which is sort of like an adult animated sitcom. If you didn't listen last time, it's just a white guy, a black guy, and the white guy's illegitimate son. I guess you could compare it to that American Dad sort of thing. But I wanted to, there's heaps more I wanted to expand off of that. Like you and did I show you Rick and Morty, Hayden? I did, um, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Then what do you? So what do you like? What do you do? You like you like Rick and Morty, don't you? I bought you the DVD. Did I buy you the DVD of that? Um, I think you I did. Not? Yeah, you did. I think I did because I really like that sort of like it's an adult animated series, but it's that sort of adventure type thing, sort of like that Rick and Morty that like well, it is that Rick and Morty, but I wanted to do a series that was sort of Rick and Morty ish, Futurama ish, yeah, adventure. You see, like that's the thing I love most about any movie or TV show is when they have a very rich universe and you know, in the episodes, they, they explore them. You think of Harry Potter, you think of um, Lord of the Rings, and as you said, like Futurama and all that. A lot of the episodes, like some of them could just be all based at, you know, the home, quote unquote, or they could be exploring, you know, different planets or exploring different countries, you know. But you get to see that their interesting view on their own little universe that they've made. Hmm. And they do that in Rick and Morty as well. It's insane how well they do it. It's pretty... I like how Rick and Morty is very open. How, like, you could legitimately just, in a new episode, come up with a new world to go to 
and and a bunch of new characters to suit that. Yeah, Pretty much every episode is like that. Yeah, and see, that's the thing because they've got such a rich um, foundation because it's sci-fi based, <clears throat> and it's all you know. It it can be as absurd as they want. They can make a whole new universe and change all the laws just for that one episode because they can. Exactly. So one thing, like, so obviously, as I said, I want to do an adventure, an adult animated adventure sitcom. But do you think it necessarily has to be, I guess the best word to say is sci-fi based, like that Rick and Morty and Futurama? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so. It's The thing is that sci-fi base is really like a fundamental trope of um, Rick. It you is, know? isn't it? Like, it's as if at the outset the creators said, okay, you know, we want, we're trying to think of a character. Okay, let's make it a mad scientist. And from that, that character has all this capacity, right? And then they can build the world around that idea. See, one thing I'm not... Like, one thing... The big difference between Rick and Morty and Futurama is... So, Futurama is obviously based in the future. It's obviously very sci-fi, but the whole world is. Rick and Morty, it's based in just this small town. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like the sci-fi meets the real world. Yeah. Which is quite an interesting combination. Back to your point, yeah. Like, it it doesn't have to be um, sci-fi based. You just sort of need an interesting foundation for a character. And as well as, like, an interesting um, era, I feel. You know, like, Futurama, it's sci-fi, but that's purely <clears throat> purely because it's set in a future era. Um, Rick and Morty's contemporary, but it has that futuristic aspect to it. But, for instance, like, for your animated thing, mm. like, you could... Um, your animated adventure series, you could pick an era that hasn't really been explored. What you know do you what think? I mean? Like, you know, you could... The the first thought that came to mind when you mentioned it was, okay, well, let's build a universe around a character. So what sort of characters can we have if we're looking in past eras? Um, you could look at, like, Victorian era. You could look even earlier than that. So wh- way before there was, like, you know, any any um, any of the modern technology that we have today. And perhaps the main character could be an explorer. You know, that very stereotypical... Yeah, okay, yeah safari explorer you know just just going out charting different parts of africa and so in that way you have that past era you have an interesting character and you can build the world around that character as in that person their their objective their quest every single episode is to go and look for something maybe it's an artifact something like that very um what do you call it um what's who's that explorer um indiana jones indiana jones yes 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 is that what you're thinking? Is that is that sort of the vision you have in your head, like a comedic Indiana Jones sort of character? Yeah, but even like further, further into the past, and part of that is you can bring a lot of um, of this modern humor that you and I share, and a lot of people share. I guess it's evident in South Park, it's evident in Family Guy, and that is that offensive humor because your character is based in the past. They have these predispositions towards women as well as like racism. <laughs> there's so much comedy that can come about that yeah definitely you have to be careful with it but oh well, yeah of course you know it's it's a there's a potentiality there so you, so this wouldn't be sci-fi based is that correct yeah well that's that's what i'm thinking but you know like it's all it's something that you need to explore you sort of set everything down on the table you think okay if it's going to be sci-fi what sort of sci-fi is it going to be and then you follow that string until you come up with a unique universe or you could start somewhere completely different Okay, maybe this person's going to be like a great merchant. He just goes from place to place selling stuff. The stuff he sells is whacked out. And so nothing ever works out for him. (laughs) 
and it could be based purely on those ideas. You sort of just come up with unique ideas and follow the string of ideas and see where it leads you. See, I really like that. Like, it's not often that you see an animated adventure series that isn't kids-based, that is adult-based, that isn't sci-fi. I guess there's just something about it being sci-fi that, like for like Rick and Morty and Futurama, it just sort of like, it's that nerd, do you know what I mean? It's that, like, as as soon as you know it's sci-fi, it's all these nerds' favorite animated show, do you know what I mean? Like, it just has that sort of appeal to it. Appeal to it, that's yeah. the word. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, say if we're going with this past idea, you can still have a scientific basis to a lot of things. So, you know, a lot of the jokes will be founded in modern, you know, smart topics. Mm. Like like Rick and Morty, there's a lot of examples of like time travel and teleportation, all these things. And then they try and explain it, like these, these really tough questions. They explain it in a very funny way that's both interesting and engaging. And so it works. And you could do the same sort of thing if you pick a different time era. And, of course, part of the comedy can come from how limited the character's understanding of the world is. See, that's quite fun. Like, because you can compare, like, the limited understanding, you can compare that to Marty, as in, in his current world, because he's quite autistic. That's, like, a lot of the comedy comes with um, the unknown and what pe- characters don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and their morals and whatnot. Like, in different eras, they're quite different. Like, what, one of the best examples of time period based comedy is have you seen or oh, what's the movie it's with seth MacFarlane, sarah silverman's in it the the west one the wild west one um million ways to die a million days to die yes million ways i think a million ways to die that's right in the west yeah in, see it's have you watched it yes i have it's hilarious i thought it was really good and it's quite interesting how seth MacFarlane takes this old this time period the wild west and makes a huge joke out of it. Yeah, and see, like that, that's how... exactly what I'm talking about. I'm thinking of that one scene where they've got the camera. Hmm. Um, that really, like, crazy camera that explodes every time they take a photo. And they're just making all these jokes about it. Like, oh, you know, imagine, like, some, somewhere else in America, they can take photos and smile. And they're like, oh, you know, what a world. See, it's just interesting. It? Mm. It's interesting, that contrast between now and then. And because we've, because it's largely unexplored, like, looking at, past events with that lens mm. you know it creates some potential i mean what are they called um monty python like they a lot of their humor was based on that they they ridicule um a lot of the events of the past especially religion and you know chivalry and all that sort of stuff and they, they do an excellent job about it it's a very um like it's timeless a lot of have the you stuff seen there. have you seen much monty python i've seen i've seen bits and pieces and i've watched a bit with you i know i have yeah, but we did. It's it's because it's like because it's not time based. It's sort of like reflection on time. Do you know what I mean? It's very timeless. Like I can what we can watch that now, and it'll still be as funny as it was. Oh yeah, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention from uh, Million Ways to Die with the remember how we were talking about like so in that time era. So like with you know the racism and sexism again with against sexism against women. The whole character that Sarah Silverman plays. I'd love that character. How like she's, she's a she's a prostitute. She gets, like her job is to fuck other men, and she's got the boyfriend. Like she's getting fucked by the other guy, and she comes down, but she won't even have she won't have sex with her own boyfriend. I just love that sort of like it's, the joke out of how things were back then. Yeah, and yeah. how things in that time period were. I just really like it's just 
hilarious to watch. Yeah. And there's a lot of a lot of things you can do with that. Especially, you know, you can look you can look well um before that. You can base something in a medieval era or something like that and then have these very modern qualities such as like memes or you know um there's just a lot of um social commentary that you can do that's been sort of appropriated like you could have a, a race for power and have a main character who resembles trump yeah exactly there's so, there's so much you can do yeah which is really interesting like just in like in film and tv in general there's so much you can go off like you it's hard to believe there's so many shows that are like shitty rip-offs of others when there oh, are yeah. so many different sort of elements and tropes and characteristics and different just characters you can explore but people just you know they don't put the thought into them they don't take the time to create something new and unique because there's so much you can do like just with that the the series you basically just came off the top of your head with an african like an indiana jones type character exploring the world and there's so much you can do with that because it's not just the character like Obviously, Marty is quite similar to a number of different autistic... Like, I've compared him to a Borat, and I've compared him to a lot of the different Sasha Baron Cohen characters. Mm. But it's what you do with it. It's what you do with the character and the world around him and how he reacts to the world around him. Yeah, exactly. Because especially with that sort of humour, a lot of the comedy does come from um, their interactions with the world they're in. Exactly, and that's what basically, well, like with Marty, that's what that's what Marty is. It's him learning different things about the world, becoming a weeaboo, becoming weeaboo scum, becoming a friend, yeah, becoming a food celebrity. Like there's and there's so like with that's the thing I really liked about what I what Marty became. Like it's Marty's internet show, but there's so much you can feel him becoming a something with hundreds of different things. Marty, this could become a this could be could go on for like twenty years, <laughs> and really still feel still still like feel new and fresh. You yeah. change the like like I guess you can s- compare that to actually no. What I was going to say was first was like obviously Marty grows like ten years older. He's an older man. He's still quite autistic. Like he could be moved out or living with Brad, and then you know the story changes or Brad gets married, so he doesn't have Brad in his life anymore. The story changes. It's like how South Park did with has done with their last few seasons. It's very story like it's very there's a season arc. It's not yeah. just those one off things. Like there it is those one off things, but it's a base within the season arc. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. Like you have to make shows fresh. Like Family Guy is one of the nobody regularly watches Family Guy now. It's just one of those shows that are around. Like how Two and a Half Men became. Even with the new addition of Ashton Kutcher instead of Charlie Sheen. That lasted like two, three seasons. <laughs> I wanted to I wanna move on to sort of so we've covered sort of that animated sort of thing. Like obviously I've got there's heaps of ideas that I have. Just off the top of my head, I wanna do like a teen aimed story based adventure animation, more like that adventure time sort of thing. We just sort of learned that kids based okay. even with that sort of action sort of thing. Action sort of like, it's based around the action sort of thing. Like, it's, you know, the kid from Adventure Time, what's his name? Finn. He has a sword. He battles different things, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> I really wanted to do a um, an adult animated series that was off-color, racy, maybe a bit of violent humor, sort of that, sort of like that Ren and Stimpy, that 
sort of old yeah. school that that old school sort of animation which a lot of people like grew up with i really wanted to do a like obviously i've got my seri- my superhero series super ultra justice team which i sort of wanted to base on do you remember mysterion from south park um how there was that whole that whole saga how there was a, um how yeah. cartman was the coon and then yeah, there was yeah, a I superhero remember. called mysterion who ended up being kenny see like and like sort of it's that superhero and you can use a lot of those superhero tropes but yeah. sort of like in a comedic sort of way like oh, like for example there could be like obviously in super ultra justice team the idea i have is there's the main kid kid man and he has his side kid turtle boy who is obviously a shit that's a shit superhero who wants to be a turtle there's heaps of other sort of <laughs> superheroes that you can build off that oh so is this your teen aimed comedy series that's not my teenage one. That's more of that's a nut. That's sort of like a that is a, that'll definitely be an anim, adult animated series. But I can imagine them being kid like like a team of, like oh, there's Kid Man, Turtle Boy, maybe like uh, there's a few editions <laughs> of others. But like there's this one constant protagonist. The yeah. idea I've had in the past is this uh, yeah, that's a good. man who is put into the body of a koala and he's called Doctor Koala. So be- obviously because he can't use things properly he has a he has a um, little assistant who is autistic originally he was called marty but obviously i've taken that name i can't really use marty as a different character's name in anything else but he's sort no. of like that really bad assistant who's not really good at what he does now you can compare that to um brad to brad really you can because <laughs> it's a similar to the character in space ghost coast to coast which is uh, is it space coast coast to coast i'm thinking of no it's not it's aqua teen hunger force how they're sort of like a... They started off as a... So it's funny. Aqua Teen Hunger Force on Adult Swim. It started off as a... Um, uh, like an, They were like a team of... of, of they fought crime and they have, they're fast food. But it turned into just like a regular sitcom. That's just how they marketed it to Adult Swim to get the show off the ground. And just yeah. turned into this sitcom. But they had like this... It was... I can't remember the name of the doctor. Doctor something but he was like that that regular protagonist for the first few seasons but obviously nothing ever worked out for him right and there's so much yeah. you can do with that sort of superhero world like obviously there's that batman there's that superman that there's, there's that wonder woman there's the whole justice league there's anything that dc does and anything that what's the other one what am i thinking of there's dc and there's marvel, marvel? yes exactly and there's so much you can take and parody from that world and that's what I sort of want to do with Super Ultra Justice Team. Yeah, absolutely. They do that yeah. in um, South Park, didn't they? They like, parodied that whole like coalition of superheroes. Well, that's what um, what do you call it? Um, Mysterion and the as and oh, Cartman yeah. as the Coon. That's sort of that what that was. And then everybody it, because everybody left Cartman because he called the group Coon and Friends. Yeah. <laughs> like who wants <laughs> to be part of Coon and Friends? But yeah, it's a, it, that's a sort of. That's a concept I really want to explore. This has been a We Are On We production. Head to onwe.tv for more.